All right. So this is basically just kind of a commentary on communism, socialism, social democracy, and all the other bullshit that kind of goes by that those names. These are all the same ideologies going by different names. Social democracy leads to socialism. Socialism is the last step before full-blown communism. The key here is that it's a struggle. This is a revolutionary ideology that uses the constant struggle to advance their aims. Totalitarian state, that's the goal. A society in which the individual is the enemy of the community. Individual needs are always sacrificed for the good of society. Any passion that an individual might have is selfish and unacceptable to the jealous state. Citizens' only purpose is to serve the state, even if it costs an individual one's life. Everything we have been subject to for decades is coming from Marxist ideologues. My whole life has had this Marxist struggle going on in the background. Only with my own maturity and understanding did I start to see the struggle everywhere. Indeed, the battleground has been everywhere and at all times. This battle has so far remained won over the minds and opinions of the American people. This battle is basically in the bag for the commies. From a quick appraisal of the society I live in, I can say that it's just about done. All the popular music, movies, and television are all totally owned by one viewpoint. It's so ingrained into these mediums as to be seen as normal by the casual consumer. To illustrate the degree to which normies fail to see the overt propaganda even when it's so bad as to be obvious to millions of us, look at the network news channels and their viewers. CNN and MSNBC are not even news at all. They are opinion shows that claim to be unbiased news. Fox is a little better. <clears throat> While having some news reporting that's clearly statist or liberal, it too gets most of its viewers from opinion shows. Tucker is sure better than Mr. Maddow. Still, he is giving us a television-style op-ed, not news. Fox Business has some better news, but still makes its bones on opinion shows. The fact that Americans cling to these so-called news outlets is as if they were gospel truth shows us the extent to which Americans have lost the ability to distinguish fact from fiction. It's this state of confusion that's the goal of the networks. They seek to confuse, not simplify, distort, pervert, and corrupt the news. This is their method. The goal is to achieve a population so confused, chaotic, and deranged that they attack each other, never recognizing the mutual, commonly shared interests that they have with each other, likewise failing to recognize the shared interests of the so-called news outlets. The minor differences these organizations have are swamped by the many issues of massive importance that they are in lockstep with one another on. Who cares about stolen lawn signs when the question of bombing human beings is on the table? Who really believes that we have a free press after the absolute criminal support offered universally to the lie of weapons of mass destruction? 2003 was the end for myself. I stopped watching any corporate news at all. When the people of the whole world coordinated in an effort to protest the criminal war against Iraq, I saw nothing on the news. This was the biggest global protest ever recorded in mankind's history, and the media decided it wasn't worth mentioning. This was hundreds of thousands of Americans in D.C. alone, maybe a million in London, certainly millions worldwide, if not a billion. Basically, every English-speaking country, as well as untold others, came together all over the world to march against this atrocity. The corporate press decided it wasn't news. 
They considered the only thing to talk about was how fucking cool the fireworks were going to be when shock and awe came. They were reinforcing the narratives given to them by their corporate government handlers. According to the corporate press, the liberal conservative, and hell, the American view was unanimous. Kill, 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 and turn the desert into glass. After all, Saddam was responsible for 9-11, wasn't he? If you were watching the corporate press, you'd think Iraq and Afghanistan were the same damn place. Saddam and Osama were close enough for government work. Well, we all know how it turned out, at least so far. This disgusting war of aggression continues today. We continue to starve, poison, and bomb the poor people of that manufactured country called Iraq. As far as I'm aware, we have yet to provide a date or goal that could mark the end of our occupation there. It continues on, as with our other projects of military dominance, unabated without corporate media attention. The news is so blatant in its bias and beholden to so many conflicting interests that I can't believe it gets any viewers at all. MSNBC is a subsidiary of NBC, who is owned by GE. General Electric is a top five defense contractor. Expecting them to report anything close to reality when it comes to war is childish beyond comprehension. The federal program for giving local police departments weapons of war is also not likely a hot topic for the makers of said weapons. War isn't the only issue the supposedly opposing networks agree on. Most of the damage they do is by omission rather than transparent deception. All they have to do is avoid topics like Yemen, black on white crime, and so many more that it would take me days to research and list. This alone leaves Americans to research an issue they already know about or to have other sources of news altogether. I think it's our responsibility to do both. Stay on top of the issues you're already hip to and want to stay informed on. Also find alternative news outlets. I offer a short list on this site of sources I endorse. These aren't affiliate links and I make nothing from sending people there. I am only rewarded <clears throat> with the hope of informing good people of the existence of other good people. The internet age has given us unlimited access to information. It's on us to evaluate that information and accept or reject it based on its merits alone. There isn't any appeal to authority anymore. You are the only authority that you can trust. You are the only one who has an interest in your own comprehension. You aren't concerned with the with who the knowledge serves, only in the knowledge itself. The corporate media is useless to those interested in information. They serve the interests of their masters, not the truth. They're beholden to their corporate managers, not their viewers. They consider the spon their sponsors' interests far before the interests of the public. The pharmaceutical companies alone seem to account for the majority of advertisements you see on these programs. This alone accounts for the hysterical and outright false reporting on COVID. The corporate media is in lockstep with Big Pharma. Why the hell wouldn't they be? What criminal would pay to advertise on a platform that tells the truth about anything? Too strong to use the word criminal? Well, Johnson & Johnson have been held liable for damages regarding their products before. Lucky for them, when it's called a vaccine, the liability for damages isn't Johnson & Johnson's problem. Like all damages caused by vaccines, it's the U.S. taxpayer that foots the bill. So whether we are talking war, pandemic, or anything unpopular, the corporate media is an obstacle to truth, if not an outright destruction of it. Truth is objective, and while it can be perceived through different lenses, it remains true. If truth is somewhat 
if truth is what you're, you're after, turn your TV off right now. Knowledge is power, no question about it. If it wasn't, it wouldn't be so guarded. To think that power is achieved through compliance and blind acceptance of the claims made by strangers is beyond childish. Knowledge is power. You should be damn skeptical of anyone offering it for free. This fantasy that schooling is about empowerment is fucking laughable. How empowered are today's graduates? They can't even function in a recognizable manner to that of all previous generations. It's said that today's young adults are emotionless, antisocial, and mentally ill. Compared to all generations before, they provide none of the assumed norms for the experts to judge them by. They're being likened to a new breed of sorts, so beaten down and hobbled by the so-called education system as to be unemployable. The state's interests are converging, schooling, propagandizing, and socially flogging the American people from toddler age on has achieved great gains. A totally submissive, self-censoring, and self-loathing people have finally been achieved. This is the litter of pups they have been engineering for decades. This is the teacup poodle they have bred from a wolf. The rugged individualism and self-reliance that built this country are finally bred out. Transformation from wild and feral to submissive and obedient has been completed. Now that we have this generation coming of age, what will we see the powers that shouldn't be get away with? <clears throat> with only those of us past a certain age or lucky enough to have retained their humanity, acting with any self-interest at all, whose interests are we going to see served by the masses? It's about time parents react to the god-awful crap being programmed into their children. My question is why the schools even lived through taking away prayer. This should have ended the public school system overnight. Take prayer out of schools? Are you out of your mind? Well, now you get to see the results of letting godless demons program your children into the hedonistic animals they have become. What did you expect their goal was? Inclusion? Diversity? What pathetic bullshit! The Christian martyrs who were eaten by lions for refusing to deny Christ are surely rolling over in their mass graves. I'm not religious, but I believe in God without question. To me, the evidence for intelligent design is everywhere. The fact that every culture in history prayed to something is significant to me. The ease at which it was taken away from American children is appalling to me. Removing God is the biggest obstacle to statism. Replacement of God with the state is the highest goal of the state. If God exists, then there is a moral hierarchy that the state is beneath. If God says murder is wrong, the state must overcome man's covenant with God to send him to war. If Christianity supports private property, rule of law, and justice, it is at odds with the state. Other religions the state can work with, like Islam, for instance. This so-called religion is more like a political regime than a religion. An oppressive political regime in which not all people are equal is just the type of religion the state can support, at least for now that is. Islam too will be overtaken by the almighty state. Its adherents will even be far easier to convert than Christians were. Atheism is the only religion the government will tolerate. Atheism isn't the absence of belief, it's the belief in the supremacy of the state. Atheists are the most evangelical worshippers of statism. They believe government is the source of any human rights they enjoy. They don't believe in natural or God-given rights. They believe in Darwinism and its cousin social Darwinism. Might makes right. This is their philosophy. Authority comes from the barrel of a gun. 
Truth is subjective and reality is fabricated by the state's mouthpieces. All dissent is heresy. All those who oppose it oppose God and are dealt with accordingly. Call it what you want. The usual political scale shows us conservatives on the right, liberals on the left. The center is just the right mixture of both, I would presume. <clears throat> the real line is this. Anarchy, anarchy on one side and total government on the opposite. The Constitution lives right close to the anarchy side and miles away from totalitarian. Today's America is running headlong into a totalitarian state, and we are getting damn close. The ability for us to peacefully change course is rapidly fading away. The ballot box has already been taken away, in my opinion. The soapbox still exists somewhat. The commons is rapidly being flooded with the state's representatives, leaving less and less space for those who have unpopular opinions. Unpopular today, illegal tomorrow. Speak up now or lose it all. And that was that's basically the article, and that's 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 my opinion. You, you people either start speaking up now, or you will lose it all. And this bullshit called social democracy is nothing but statism. That's all you have. You have government control, and you have individual control. How much do you want to control your life, and how much do you want others to have control over your life? As for myself, I want to be self-governed governed by my own morals, my own conscience, free to decide for myself what is good and bad. <clears throat> I don't want to be told what to think, how to act, or what is right and what is wrong. I don't see why people would, would want anything else, but apparently we live in a time that, you know, up is down, down is up, and everything's totally fucking incoherent so that's it for today thanks for listening goodbye